back to the Take the Leap podcast. In this episode, I am going to talk about creating space because that is something that this concept I've been implementing into my day even more now that I, you know, have a baby at home. <laughs> I feel the need to create even more space into my life. But I get a lot of questions about, okay, but what is that exactly? Like, what does that mean? Because creating space can be such a... Um, woo-woo term and not everyone understands what it actually entails and what it can do for you and what it can look like in your day-to-day life because like I said creating space is such a broad abstract term that it can be difficult to understand why you should do it and what that looks like on a you know regular day when you go to work and when you have deadlines and uh, when you have to take your kids to school and all that stuff so That's why I wanted to create a whole episode on this. I'm very excited because this is the first episode where the guided journal, The Champion in You, is out. It is live on Amazon and I just, I can't believe it's finally here. I worked on it for about a year and I was perfecting my coaching method and I was really thinking about what type of questions I should put in this book because this guided journal is designed for former athletes to find a new career. So what do you do in your life when your biggest passion is something you can no longer pursue? So this guided journal is specifically for former athletes, but it's also for some people who have had the same career for, let's say, 15 plus years, right? And you suddenly have to do something else in your life, no matter what the circumstances are. Um, And besides that, it's also important to redefine your purpose once in a while to go back to the basics and to just kind of see, am I still on the right path? Am I still doing something that sets my soul on fire? Or am I just going through the motions? Um, So that's what I wanted to achieve with this book. And so I, I thought about it a lot. And then last year, I started writing and perfecting my method and thinking about the questions that really get you to that point of reflection where you can say, okay, this is no longer what I want to do or you want to rediscover or um, maybe just find some, I don't want to say find because I don't like that term, but really because everything is already inside you so you don't have to find it. You just have to uncover all the layers inside of yourself that are on top of that purpose that wants to come out and The funny thing is when I coach people is that 99.9% of the people already know what type of career they want. Like if I ask someone or if I asked you right now, if you had no expectations from the outside world, if your parents did not not have an opinion, if your colleagues, your friends, your peers, if no one had an opinion about your career or what you wanted to do, not even the salary, the amount of money that you want to make, if none of that was a factor, what would you be doing? And I guarantee that now that I'm asking you this question, you already know what you want to do. There is this calling inside of you that's like, oh my God, I want to be, I want to work with animals or I want to be a dancer or I would love to have my own business or I would love to have my own cafe. Doesn't matter. I know for a fact that when I'm talking about this stuff, you already have the answer inside of you. So this book, this guided journal is is designed to get to that space and to see what is holding you back from actually acting on that spark of of joy. I sound like Marie Kondo all the time, but you know what I mean? Like there's this spark inside of you that just wants to come out and create this 
forced fire. It's just there are things on top of that that don't allow you to do that. Maybe it's the opinions of others. Maybe it's the fear of looking foolish. Maybe it's a belief that you hold within yourself that being an entrepreneur is scary and it's not going to provide enough money for you. Whatever it is, there is something on top of that purpose that is holding you back. And so I, you can tell I'm excited. Um, I am just so happy that this guided journal is published right now. And I have 10 copies in front of me um, and I'm actually thinking I'm doing a giveaway. So I might come back to that later. But for now, I want to jump into the episode. By the way, if you have not uh, bought the guided journal, it's on Amazon, like I said. Um, you can find it on my Instagram where I'll put a link here in the show notes. Um, and I would love, 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 love to hear from you if you have any like insights that, you know, you after you've journaled that, you know, were new to you or that um, were un, like an aha moment, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Let me know what this book did for you. I would really, really love to know. For now, I want to go into the episode of today, which is all about creating space, like I said. What is creating space? Uh, What does that even mean? Let me explain it to you how I see it in my head. So you as a person, you have this imaginary bubble around you, right? And in that bubble, there is a lot of air. And the air is there for you to explore yourself, to act on your hobbies and on your passions and do the things that give you so much energy so you can flourish. And that can be as simple as cooking a meal for yourself. It can be as simple as going on a walk. It can be journaling. It can be going to the gym even and and just letting all of your frustrations out and Um, It can be hanging out with friends. It can be anything that gives you energy. And I know that you already know what gives you energy. Don't tell me that you don't know because it can be a shopping trip, right? As long as these things are healthy and done with um, respect and done with intention, these are things that give you energy. And so once you do the things that give you energy, you expand that bubble around you. And if you fill that bubble with enough air and enough flow and enough creativity and love and joy, I mean, as I'm talking about this, my hands are like waving because I feel that if you, if you do all of these activities that give you so much joy, you start to feel lighter in your life and you start to feel like you're floating and you're happy and it fuels you. That's what it is. It fuels you. Um, And if you, if you have your, bubble around you and it's big enough for you and you have done so much for yourself and you feel complete and you feel light and airy and and fueled up and fired up you are much better capable of handling life's not so great moments right moments of stress moments of um uh anger or sadness moments that are just not as I don't want to say good or bad. I don't believe in good or bad emotions per se, but I do feel like some emotions are more comfortable for us to feel while others are a bit more uncomfortable. And of course, like sadness can be, you know, more of an on the uncomfortable side and stress is more on the uncomfortable side. Uh, anything that's too much is on the uncomfortable side. Let's just go there. But um, if you have enough fire in yourself and you are complete, I feel that you are much better capable of handling these more uncomfortable emotions. 
And so the term creating space for me means expanding that bubble, fueling myself up, making sure that my battery is 100% most of the time. I don't want to put pressure on you. It's never going to be all the time. There are times when my bubble feels depleted and, you know, there's periods in my life where it, that hasn't always happened. But my intention of every day is to start with a bubble as big as I can possibly get. Now that I'm talking about this with this metaphor of a bubble, I also feel like it's related to confidence and taking up space. Like you are allowed to be here. You are allowed to be the full human that you are. And you are allowed to shine. You are allowed to be seen. You are allowed to be heard and to to take up space in this world as well, right? For, for people to see you and see you as this like radiant being. <laughs> I'm going to be, this is going to be a bit of a more of a... Um, energetic podcast I was not intentionally setting that out to be I thought I was going to be very practical but it's not going to be a very practical one I can tell already um <laughs> so yeah creating that space around you for me is the necessary ground layer of my day and my life basically creating space allows me to experience joy experience pleasure in my day-to-day -day life even if the things that happen during the day aren't specifically pleasurable i can have this perfect morning right where i have created space for myself and it can be as simple as having a cup of coffee in peace and writing in a journal maybe even listening to some music it can be going to the gym it can be meditation it can be anything Having that, like, it doesn't even have to be long, right? It can be just 10 minutes, but just having those 10 minutes of the day where I create space for myself, expand that bubble, can have this long-lasting effect throughout my whole day. Anything that comes at me during the day will not affect me as much if I've done the groundwork and if I've created the space for myself. Now, if you're in the space <laughs> oh this is going to be a podcast where i say that word a lot if you're in the personal development space or in the mindset mindfulness um community let's just call it a community um you'll know that like morning routines are a big thing and you might feel very triggered every time someone talks about it because you're like shut the fuck up you know i'm busy i need to get to work i have kids i need to be at work at 9 a.m Sh shut up <laughs> you know um so i get it i get that it triggers that, that it can be triggering but then my question to you is why is it why is it triggering why are you jealous that other people have the ability to do that are you in a job environment that does not allow you to come in like five minutes later are you in a job environment that doesn't um what's it called um Oh, I hate this is like this is mom brain where you just forget words. <laughs> Are you in a work environment that doesn't support healthy um, employee behavior, right? Because I I've told this story before, but I was in a workplace uh, where we started at nine. It's a couple years ago, like six years ago, where we were in a workspace and an office, and and everyone was 
expected to be there at like 9 a.m. sharp, right? And whenever you would walk in like at 9.05, you would get some type of comment like, oh, hey, good afternoon. Are you here? Are you here already? You know, like this really sarcastic comment, which would be so, ugh, I still, it's, it's the small things, right? But it shows you that your work environment is toxic. I mean, anyone with a life understands that these five minutes coming later in at work doesn't, doesn't really matter in the long haul, you know? I mean, those five minutes are not going to be the most productive anyway, because you have to get coffee, you have to talk to your colleagues. So any workspace that doesn't, or is that inflexible? Is that a word? That's not a word. I Google it. Yeah, it's a word. Um, so any workspace that's not flexible in that way it just shows you that you're in the wrong space. But that's a whole different episode. But why is it triggering you? Like, is it because you have kids and you are resentful that you don't have the whole morning to yourself? Is it because you are in a toxic work environment? Is it because you are not able to set your boundaries clear enough yourself with your work that you're like, okay, um, I need to communicate this better or uh, maybe I need to find a different way of working where I do have this space and I can create a few moments of my day or dedicate a few moments of my day to myself. Whatever it is, find out what the root of this trigger is because I know that you think it because I thought it too at one point. I remember being on Instagram like four years ago and all these like business coaching gurus were all like yeah I have this perfect morning routine and I would like throw up in my mouth I'd be like oh my gosh shut shut up you know just shut up I am over here grinding I am over here meeting deadlines and you're over there at the beach writing in your journal and <laughs> I am now one of these people I have to admit because I I prioritize this morning routine I prioritize this making space and if you are not a morning person it doesn't have to be a morning routine right I I advise one because starting up your because it sets the tone to your day but if you are not a morning person I would much rather like do it after work to wind down and relax and take a moment breather there go ahead and do that doesn't matter but it's about creating that moment creating the moment so it's about setting a boundary actually blocking time in your schedule to not do anything else and just sit with yourself and prioritize that creating space. Here's why it's so important to block that space in your calendar because creating space, that me time, that filling your bubble is not a treat. It's not something that you get when you meet your deadlines. It's not something that you get like a piece of candy when you when you've done something good when you've been good right it's not a reward oftentimes i think we only give ourselves this moment when we have achieved something so it's kind of upholding this momentum of okay i have to do something and then i get something i do something i invest and then i get something back which to me is the world turned upside down. I, I believe it should be the other way around. You should feel good and be present with yourself and, and feel so fired up and then do the things that you want to go out and do. Because then the results that you get will be so much bigger and better and brighter than when you've done them depleted, when you've done all of your tasks while you're depleted and down and ugh and stressed.
it's that be, do, have model. I know I talked about this in one of my webinars, and if you're familiar with NLP, you'll know that if you want to have something, the best way to go about it is to embody this energy of already having it, already being that, already being feeling good about yourself because when you go out into the world with that attitude the things that you're going to do are going to be so much more fruitful and then you will have the result that you were looking for in the first place if you want to learn more about this maybe well I'll, I'll dedicate another episode to this but that is what creating space does it's embodying this energy of fun and joy and feeling amazing and then going out to doing all of your tasks. And I guarantee, I guarantee that anytime you do prioritize that, like for, for example, morning routine or that expanding the bubble, you will feel so much more accomplished when you're doing your tasks. Even the ones that you really hate doing. Because you are no longer operating from this 80% battery. You are operating from your full 100 and anything. You can, you can handle the whole world, basically, right? You, you have this 100% battery at the start of your day, and then even the hardest tasks that you have to do, the ones that you're not looking forward to, that morning call with your boss, that stupid meeting, whatever it is, we all have them, right? I'm not going to say that we don't have them, but... They're going to feel so much lighter when you are at 100. And this is by no means new information. Like I am not sitting here thinking that I am some type of guru that's telling you to do this. This is not new information. You already know this. You are listening right now because you need a reminder. You need a reminder that you need to invest in that bubble around you. That, that nice, flowy, airy, expansive, yummy bubble. So instead of treating this me time, this fueling up time as a reward for something that you've already been doing, see it as a habit. Change it into a habit. Make it a habit. Make it a ritual. Make it something that you look forward to doing in the morning or whatever so that you can recharge your battery. Having this space in your day is not just for successful people it's not just for people who have already made it in order to make it in order to live your vision in order to to act out on your dreams you need this space it's not the other way around you don't have to be a successful person first and then you get to have this time for yourself that's the thing that changed me that's the way I got to where I am today that is the exact method that I used to be able to have this job and business that I have now. I have a combination of things and that works best for me. I am a multi-passionate person. I need multiple things in my life. I need multiple businesses and jobs and things to do. So that works for me. But that's how I got from that boring nine to five soul sucking corporate, I'm dying to get out of here job to, to this hybrid combo of of my own coaching practice and my marketing job and I have some free days during the week. I never work nine to five. I cannot. I know there are people who can. I cannot do that. I work 10 to whatever. <laughs> I work when I work, okay? And um, I, I'm productive. Why am I productive? Because I make sure that I'm fired up before I do anything else. I... Make sure that I am full 
and ready to take on the day before I take on the day. You know what I mean? Like, it, and that can happen anywhere between 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. It doesn't matter for me because I know that when I am fired up, I'm able to just do the work, do it with pleasure, do it with joy and excitement, even the tasks that I fucking hate, okay? There are meetings and there are emails that I don't want to answer. I have those too. I'm, I'm just like you. I'm not weird. I'm not special. Um, but I do prioritize my holistic health, my mental health and my spiritual health and I make sure that I have this space in my life, space. That's, I just, I need space. I need space from my job. I need space from um, my, my baby and my family sometimes too, right? I need space to myself to recharge, recharge the battery and get back on the horse, okay? We all need that. I am not special. Now, one of my favorite things that I have, I don't know where I learned this. I don't even know how many years ago, but I've been doing it for a long time. Um, but there is a transition space between areas of your life. I don't really know how to explain this right, um, but let me try. So in the morning, you get ready and you're in this like, family home space right you're at home you're making breakfast for yourself you're getting yourself dressed you're getting your, you're getting your kids dressed they need to go to school they need to go to daycare you're at home giving your cat its food or you're letting out your dog whatever it is you're in this like home family space that's how i call it right and then you get into the car and you drive to work or you go on a train you drive to work that is, a, that is a transition phase because then you come to work and that is your work phase. And so then you're at work and you're you know doing your thing and you're you know being a boss lady or whatever you are. And then there comes a moment where it's five o'clock, you close your laptop and you go home. And so you get back into the car, you get back into the uh, train, whatever it is, you have this transition phase again and then you come back to your home phase and whatever you do after that. So you can go to the gym or hang out with friends, your private space, whatever it is. There are different spaces in your day right and between each of these spaces there is this small transition there is this this moment of okay i uh, it's like a car right <laughs> you're driving a car you have to change the stick whatever it's called and um you know go into a different type of environment and what i like to do and um you can do this very easily in your car or in the, in the train or um just a moment outside of work or outside of your house have a moment where you are able to transition. So where you are able to close off one space and then open the, the portal to the next. So if your mornings are very stressful, like mine are very stressful. My mornings are stressful because um, my baby wakes up at like 6 a.m. And then most of the time she's like crying because, you know, her diaper is dirty and uh, <laughs> she wants a bottle. So it's like, I wake up stressed, right? Oh my God, I'm awake. And then I have to get myself dressed. I have to get her dressed. I have to drop her off at daycare. And I'm, when I get to work, I've already been up for like two hours, two and a half hours. And I'm, and I'm busy, like I am up, right? And so before I go to work, I usually have my morning routine, whatever you want to call it, because I want to transition from that stressful morning home life that busy, busy home life to my work. I know that if I don't take that space between these two environments, I'm going to carry over that stress from my morning 
over to my work. So I come in my work, I'm like, hey, hello, how's everyone doing? Let's go, let's move, let's go, right? That's not how I want to enter my workspace. I want to enter my workspace relaxed and, and, and like I have everything under control and I'm grounded and, you know, motivated and relaxed. That's how I want to enter my workspace. So taking that time, and again, it doesn't have to be like hours. It can just be five minutes in the car, enjoying silence, doing some breathing exercises because we don't breathe enough in our day, I believe. Just five minutes, turn off the music, stop what you're doing and just breathe. Just sit there and breathe. It can be a short meditation. It doesn't have to be. Sometimes I drive, once I drop off my baby at daycare, I drive to the beach. I take a small walk, like half an hour. And then it's 9 a.m. And then I come back to the car and I drive to my workspace. Right? It's that, it's that little transition between the busyness of one space to the other. And this one is important, right? The morning is really important. But I think the one in the afternoon is even more important. Where if you've had a really stressful work day where people have just been calling you and you've all of these deadlines and your colleagues were annoying and your boss was a bitch and whatever... Taking that with you to your home environment is not healthy because you will project that stress onto whoever is in your home. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times when I still had a partner where I was very stressed at work, I would come home and I would bitch at my partner all the time. You know, that's not a fun relationship to be in, but it's it was my responsibility to change that. Because I was working hard, I was annoyed, I hated my workspace back then. And then I would come home and I would talk to him about it like, oh my god, I'm so annoyed. And that just sets the tone for the whole evening. Whereas if I was just able to take some space between that work time to going home, things would have calmed down by then, right? And I think that it's it's your responsibility as, as an individual, even if you have a boyfriend or a partner or a girlfriend, whatever... It is your personal responsibility to, to watch your own energy and to see what you're bringing to the space. It doesn't have to mean that you have to be a positive fairy all the time, but it does mean that you have to be grounded enough to talk about it and to communicate about your feelings in a, in a way that it's not so emotionally charged, right? Where you can just come home after you've had your work transition space and you come home to your partner and you say, listen, I've had the worst day. I am so stressed. But you say it in a way that it's calm and you don't infect the whole household with your bad mood. Does that make sense? Like you, that bubble is not about to burst onto everyone else's bubble. I believe, I'm a firm believer that you as an individual are responsible for your mood and your energy. So, and again, this can be really simple I have this one like um, traffic, what's it called? Traffic light on the way back to daycare from my work to daycare where I just, where I'm in the car and I just, I scream. I scream so loud. It's just one traffic light that's always red, of course. And I just scream. I just let out all of the it doesn't even, have, doesn't even have to be frustrations or anger. It can also be just joy and fun and all of the excitement I got, got from my work. But I just, I scream and I let it out. And I mean, at, at first I was really embarrassed by everyone looking around me like, oh my God, this woman is crazy. She's screaming in her car. And I might be crazy. 
but it lets off the steam. It just it's this transition phase like okay, my workday has been closed. It's done. Whatever happened happened. If it's good or bad, comfortable or uncomfortable, doesn't matter. It's happened. I am now making a fresh start with my home and family space after work. That's what I'm doing in that moment. So Find out what works for you. Maybe it's something physical. Maybe you have to punch something. Maybe you have to punch a pillow. I don't care. I, I love screaming. I, I like I just pump up the music and I just scream so loud. Um, maybe it's it's uh, writing something or maybe it's singing, whatever it is. Find something that you can just close off your workspace with and move over to the next phase. So there's these then transitions in your day be mindful of these transitions know when you are moving either physically from environment or when you're energetically moving from an environment because it can also happen within your work day right when you have i used to have like lunch after lunch dips i don't know what they're called in english but i call them after lunch dips right where you eat your lunch and then at like two o'clock i would just be I would just be over it. I was like, oh my, God, I can't deal with it. And especially in the summer when it, when it's nice out and you, you know, you had your lunch outside in the sun and then you have to go back inside to the office and you have to start working again. And then the hours are so long between like two and five. Oh, I hated that space. And just knowing how to transition from that, um, that lunch space of enjoying the sun closing that off and then opening up the space to work again you know knowing how to do that intentionally and being mindful of these transitions and knowing that you are a human and you are experiencing these transitions is already so helpful and all you need to do is create a toolbox of, of things that you enjoy doing that create that space that are able to expand that bubble for you small or big morning routine going to the sauna to screaming in your car you need to create a toolbox for yourself with all of these different types of little activities or little mindful moments where you can recharge. I feel that whenever my bubble is expanded and I, I live in this huge floaty, bubbly um, space <laughs> I created for myself, I feel more in control of my day. I feel like I'm not re reacting to things like like bursting at any moment I feel like I'm responding and I'm also anticipating like when I have an expanded space around myself and I know that I'm going to have a stressful day because my calendar is really busy uh, I know that I can respond instead of react and things don't like you know snap me out of the bubble any moment I can just plan my days better and I'm much more in control of my mood and I know that whatever happens that day is something that I can handle basically that's that's what it is by creating space so i'm gonna keep it i i always say this like i'm gonna create a short episode and then it's like i'm i'm speaking and it's already like 30 minutes so i'm gonna leave it right here i really do hope that you find the courage within yourself to set a boundary to prioritize yourself in a way that is helpful and healthy even if you have kids, I know what it's like now. It's really busy. It is tiring, um, but it's it's much more needed. It's it's needed even more now, I guess. Um, when there's always someone in your aura, you kind of just have to prioritize that time alone or with friends, even if you want to. Uh, whatever it works for you, whether you find the 
the courage in yourself, but also find like that worthiness within yourself. You're worthy to have this, yeah, this, this, this space around yourself just to be yourself and to express yourself the way that you want to express yourself. There is no right or wrong, like with everything that I'm talking about in my book or here on the podcast or on my Instagram, like there is no right or wrong on how to do this. It just what is best for you, what works for you, and what do you find pleasurable? I'm looking over the notes, but I don't think I missed anything. So I am going to leave it here. I hope to speak to you soon. Follow me on Instagram at Jillian Bucker or follow me on TikTok because I enjoy making videos there now too. Also at Jillian Bucker, I will leave the link to the book in my show notes and otherwise I will talk to you in the next episode.